Thank you all for joining us today as we take an inside look at Honolulu's real estate market. Uh, this presentation is for renters, homeowners, or investors um, at any level here on Oahu. My name is Benjamin Feynman. You can always call me Ben. I am a Locations Hawaii Platinum Society Award winner, which is the second highest uh, level that you can achieve at my company. Also, Client Service Award winner. Um, we send out a testimonial after every transaction, and I'm uh, constantly getting uh, great testimonials back. Last year, uh, did uh, 18 million in sales, which means the top 2% of Wahoo agents, and my contact info is below right there. So let's dive right into it. A little bit about me um, and the reason I got into real estate. I read an article by Warren Buffett, and he mentioned that there's only three ways to build wealth in America. You can own your own business, you own real estate, or you own stocks. Everything else is just money or cash. It's not really wealth. And so business is very hands-on, very risky. Owning real estate, you have a little bit more control. Um, and that's why I really like real estate. With stocks, you don't have as much control. So real estate really, um, I was just really drawn to real estate after that. Uh, I grew up in Diamond Head and I attended Iolani School. After that, I went to the University of San Diego. I studied industrial systems engineering, and then I went on to Pepperdine and got my MBA. Um, after um, a brief while living in California, I moved back home and I worked in my family business. My father started a bikini company called Local Boutique back in 1978. We design, manufacture, and retail swimwear. We have stores in Hawaii, Guam, Saipan, and in Japan. And um, I also started my own line of swimwear called Kaimana Beachwear. Um, after working my family business, I got into real estate and since then I've done 79 transactions for just under $50 million. On the sell side, I've listed 36 properties. My average days on market is 35 days compared to the industry average of 46 days. And my average sold price I get is 99.3% of my list price versus the industry is only at 98.2%. So I'll sell your home faster and for more money, which is what every seller wants to, um, wants to hear. Uh, lastly, along with my real estate journey, um, I've been able to purchase three properties for myself. First was a Makiki condo. I purchased it in 2016 for about $230,000. And I lived there for a while. I, uh, my monthly fees are only about 1400 and I'm renting it for 1800 a month. So it's been a, a great, first uh, purchase and now it's a great investment property for me. 
Um, after that, I purchased a leasehold property at Commodore in Hawaii Kai, and then, then I simultaneously bought the fee from Bishop Estates, turned it fee simple, and then flipped it right back. Um, so that was another interesting transaction. And lastly, I purchased a unit at Trump Tower Waikiki, um, setting the record for the lowest price sold. It was a foreclosure sale, bank owned in Maryland. Uh, long story short, I got it for about half price and I really enjoyed uh, living there as well. I mean, who wouldn't uh, wanna live in a five-star hotel in the middle of Waikiki? Um, so um, I've learned a lot about real estate by helping others as well as doing my own transactions and um, constantly here to learn. I've just done my first uh, hard money loan, which has um, been awesome. And um, soon my goal is to maybe get into a little bit more of the commercial side of real estate as well. So let's dive into the data and the info, and that's why you guys are here. Here's a chart for Oahu available inventory uh, going back 40 years, since 1980. So the green line are condominiums, and the blue line are single-family homes, you can see here. This big dip um, right here was from the Japanese bubble, but you can kind of see that we've had less and less inventory from the, um, ever since we started keeping track of this data. Um, more recently, we had a little bit of uptick in inventory in condominiums, but single-family uh, inventory has stayed relatively very, very low when you, when you compare it to years past. Um, and this has to do with the supply side of things. And so we can see that supply is constrained. And why is this? If you take a bird's eye view of Oahu, you'll notice that a lot of the island is covered in mountain ranges that can't be built on. After that, you have your top 10 landowners, which are gonna be the state, the military, um, big trusts such as uh, Bishop Estates, Lilio Kalani Trust, um, things like that. So the, the rest of the land that's able, that we're able, that normal people are able to um, build upon is very, very finite. And this also helps to um, keep pricing in control. So how do I help my clients succeed in this uh, really low inventory environment? I set them up with what uh, we call neighborhood expert or condo expert. So we go over, we figure out what you're looking for, and we'll set your criteria so that each night you'll get an email and you'll be the first to see a property as soon as it fits the, the criteria that you're looking for and as soon as it hits the market. So you're able to know before a lot of agents even see that property. Uh, next, our company has about 300 different agents and we always um, help each other out, let each other know when we have a new listing coming up. So because of that, sometimes we're able to find off-market deals or get you to go see properties before they hit the market. Um, I also give my clients access to our locations app, which is a great way to search for properties. It's all GPS enabled and everybody's on their phone nowadays and everything syncs to our website as well. Um, I'd like to pride myself in my research and market data so I can help my clients make sound decisions. Um, I never make my clients buy something that I wouldn't myself. And um, I think what sets me apart from other agents is I negotiate to get the best deal for my client, whereas other agents might just negotiate just to get the deal done. Um, I'm always, I'm very competitive, I like to win, and I like to negotiate hard. And so I always um, use market data to, to make sure that we're making the right decision. Um, next, I always like to help my clients with the pre-approval process. I know a loan officer at pretty much every major institution in town. So I can help you out uh, with getting pre-approved as well as uh, providing cash funds as if, if we're paying in cash. Um, I always help my clients 
prepare a strong clean offer so we don't need to do a lot of countering back and forth and so the other agent knows that they're working with a professional and then the last bullet point a lot of people forget but um, it really helps to write a nice cover letter um, people you know it really helps to humanize the offer and especially if people have been living in a home for 10 20 30 years they wanted to go to someone good someone local and you know you might have a nice story so i always like to include a little photo and, and write a little bit about the property especially if it's owner occupied and they've been living there for a while next chart we're going to look at interest rates um, since 1972 um, so you can see that it reached a spike uh, about the early 80s about 18 percent which is um, makes it very expensive to, to borrow money. But ever since then, it's been on this lower trajectory. And since the last financial collapse in about 2008, we were hovering at about 6%. Ever since then, the Fed intervened. And so when the government stepped in to help out, we've been at a relatively lower interest rate environment. And this has everything to do with how much you're gonna pay monthly if you're getting a loan, almost more so than the price of the actual home itself. Uh, so, for example, a $600,000 home um, at 4%, which actually in today's numbers is closer to 3%, it would be uh, $2,290 per month. But if the interest rate were to go back up to what it was before the um, Fed started to intervene, before 2008, up to 6%, you would be paying $2,880 for that exact same home. Um, taking a look at it for a $3,000 payment, at 4%, you can afford a $785,000 home, but at 6%, it's a $625,000 home. So it makes a big difference. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I'm going to time the market. I'm going to wait for prices to go down. Well, if interest rates go back up, you'll end up at the same spot you were before or maybe even worse off. The next chart we're going to look at is competition for properties. Um, so the chart here shows the uh, bid-ups. Bid-up is whenever a property sells for above the asking price with multiple offers. And the same thing, the blue line are uh, single family homes, the green line are condominiums. So recently, um, in the past decade, we've had a lot of bid ups. Um, last year, we've had about 20% of single family homes selling above the asking price and 12% of condos. And so this is a really strong environment and this is what uh, drives prices upwards. I mean, it makes sense when people are starting to offer more for a property, people are gonna start to raise their prices. Um, just this, Current year, we're starting to see these uh, levels level off a little bit. So that'll also be interesting to track. Now taking a look at pricing, 40-year um, look, and we've had three price runs and we were in a very long one uh, more recently here. Uh, blue liner single family homes, green liner condominiums. They flow along the same line and that makes sense because they're both in the same housing market but single family homes are worth twice as much as condominiums. And that's because the dirt is what's most valuable. You have more control, things like that. Um, so you can see kind of the resiliency of the market as well. In 2008, this was our last financial collapse. We actually went up a little bit, went back to even, and then we started back on this um, upward trajectory. So, um, you know, prices in Hawaii continue to go up and um, it's clearly evident by this chart here. Okay. And so when you put the last two charts on top of each other, you can see that the bid-ups are the mechanism for the price increases. And so we can kind of predict what's going to happen in the short term. If there's a lot of bid-ups, prices will go up. Now, what we're seeing in 2020, um, we're seeing less bid-ups. And so whenever it starts to tail off, this um, you know, could start to 
angle a little bit downward. We don't expect too much. Um, we don't. We might not even expect any at all. But um, you know, generally, this environment will will probably lessen, and you know, we'll take a look and see what happens with prices. Every market is different, and you know, I'll touch upon that a little bit later. Now let's get into the effects of COVID-19 on the Oahu real estate market. And so we're gonna just only zoom in on the data um, starting from the beginning of this year. Um, so the dark of the line is, is gonna be uh, this year, 2020, and the lighter it gets, um, we're gonna go further back 2019 and then 2018. So you can see that new listings um, were down quite a bit in the start of COVID. Um, and they bottomed out in mid-April, but they're actually starting to change direction now. And um, the new listings also started off the year much lower than last year. But, you know, we're getting back off, you know, we're starting to get back to normal levels, but still, still pretty far off from new listings or new inventory. Uh, next, we have a chart for new escrows. And we had a huge drop-off in escrows at the start of the quarantine but it's starting to actually get back to uh, normal levels. And um, this probably has to do with a lot of um, pent up demand that wasn't going into escrow, you know, at the start of the, the quarantine, okay? Next chart we're gonna take a look at is escrow cancellations. Um, so we had a lot of cancellations in the very beginning of COVID. Um, people were probably panicking, not sure of the future. So there were a lot of cancellations, but they're actually back down to normal levels. Um, as far as closed sales go, um, a lot less closings than before. And it, you know, it kind of makes sense um, you know, with the reduction in inventory, as well as people being a little bit more fearful, we're gonna have probably uh, a lot less closed sales um, this year versus last year. Okay. Next, we have the average sold price, and this is, kind of what everybody was keeping their eye on, our price is gonna go down because of COVID-19. And everyone is expecting this to come way down. Why is it not coming down? Well, it's because there is no supply. People are not wanting to put their home on the market. So the supply is, is um, outpacing the demand at this point, and it's making it very hard um, for people to find the property that they want. So, people, so the, the brave enough people who are willing to put their property on the market, they're not having to lower the prices um, just yet. Also, we're gonna take a look here at percent of sales with a price decrease. Um, so properties that do have a price decrease, it's about normal levels, but um, in this environment, especially in condos and town, people are, gonna, are, have, are having to reduce their prices in order to find a buyer um, in this market, okay? Next, we're gonna take a look at average sold price to list price. And people are pretty much getting um, about what they're asking and a little bit higher than last year as well. So um, especially we're seeing properties out in EVA and you know, places where there's a little bit more land, a little bit more space, they're still flying off the shelves. Um, so there's still a lot of um, you know, good properties and good opportunities, especially for sellers as well out there. Average sold days on market, um, properties are still going to escrow pretty relatively quickly. Um, and so once again, that has to do with, there's absolutely not much supply here. And you know, if you, as long as you haven't lost your job or anything, you still qualify for a loan, 
and you're able to enjoy the really, really low interest rate of about 3% right now. And that's a huge savings for a lot of people. Okay, so now let's take a look at prices during the last five recessions. Um, so the dark lines here are gonna represent uh, the recessions that we've had in the past. And let's see what happened to pricing. Uh, 1980, right here, we had a very short recession, it had to do with the Federal Reserve raising interest rates um, to fight the inflation of the 1970s. And it looks like pricing went up a little bit. Um, in 1981 to 82, we had the Iranian Revolution. It increased the price of oil around the world and caused a little bit of an energy crisis. So in, on Oahu, pricing went down just slightly. Uh, the next recession was the um, uh, another, another uh, inflation because the Federal Reserve had to raise the interest rates again from 1986 to 1989. So here's another recession. We had a little bit of a downtick, but actually kind of went up. Um, and then in 2000, we had the dot-com bubble and September 11th. And we actually went way up um, after, that, um, after that recession. And then the most recent recession we had in 2008 to 2009 was our subprime mortgage crisis and housing bubble. And that collapsed a whole bunch of um, cities on the mainland. Oahu only went down slightly and we recovered pretty quickly and we enjoyed um, the past 10 years of, of growth ever since then, okay? So now we're in our current, quote unquote, could be recession, COVID-19, and um, we'll see what happens. Um, taking a, a closer look at those last five recessions, we our Oahu housing market um, pricing actually only went down on two out of the five, and the largest being in 2008, which we also recovered very quickly. So it just kind of goes to show the resiliency of the Oahu real estate market we don't have, we have such a cap on supply. We don't um, issue a lot of new building permits. And because of that, it just makes it a, a much more durable investment. Um, I think commercial, on the other hand, could have a longer lasting effect due to COVID-19 Oahu, just because a lot of businesses are going to be struggling. People um, aren't going to be out there shopping. But for residential real estate, I mean, people still need a place to live and, and quarantine. And so... I think housing is more valuable than ever right now. And I think you'll start to see people work from home a lot more. Okay. Um, let's take a look at the Oahu uh, single family home long-term appreciation. So if you draw a line from the 1970s all the way until now, it's about a 5.7% appreciation rate, which is a lot better than leaving that money in the bank. Um, Oahu is fairly resilient. Um, the, the utility of, of having the home, being able to rent it out or live in it, it, it just makes it um, really, really safe and, and durable. And we also have demand from Asia as well as North America. So whenever one market's down, the other one's up. And because of that diversity of, of our clientele here in Hawaii, um, our market always continues to pretty much stay strong. Condoms, uh, same story for condominiums, only slightly less. Instead of 5.7, we're at 5.3%. Um, but condominiums still make great investments. Um, the rental rates are, are higher, as long as you can find a place with a little bit of a lower maintenance fee. Um, and a great way for first-time home buyers to get in as well. Okay. And just zooming in again on the inventory, um, you know, we've had a slight uptick uh, recently, more so in condos, especially condos in town. 
um, but single family still low and actually going back down. So, um, you know, prepare to every, every market's a little bit different, but I would say right now the main opportunities have to do with condos in town. And it makes sense because people don't really want to go into crowded buildings with crowded elevators right now. They want to kind of stay away from people. And I think, you know, single family homes are, you know, pricing are probably still going to hold strong. Um, let's take a look of, at the Oahu months of remaining inventory. Um, so a balanced market is usually around six to eight months, and Oahu has been well under that amount for the past 20 years. The only time we weren't was in 20, uh, 2008. So if nothing new came on the market, the existing condo inventory on Oahu would sell out in about 5.3 months. That's still a uh, seller's market, but it's approaching buyer market levels. So that's something to kind of keep an eye on. Homes would sell out in just 2.9 months. So still very much a seller's market there. And buyers don't have the upper hand when it comes to single family homes as much. Let's take a look at mortgage rates um, since 1972. So the current rate that we're seeing uh, most recently is 3.13%. That is very, very low. Normal inflation is kind of hovers around 2%. So that is, is pretty much as close as you can get to free money as possible. And that's what's kind of held the demand in check. It's, it's why people still want to purchase property because we're not having to pay so much interest to the banks. Zooming in a little bit more closely on those mortgage rates uh, from 2016, we were starting to go back up and then when the um, crisis hit and we had some um, tariffs with China, we started to go back down. And now we're at our lowest levels that we've seen in, in probably history. So um, that, you know, if, if you are looking to finance, this is something you want to definitely keep your eye on. It's not always just about pricing. It's definitely about interest rates as well. All right, so yeah, that's the end of my presentation. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, my contact info is uh, right there on the screen. If you are interested in purchasing your first property, purchase, uh, per upgrading your home, or looking at investment properties, I'm always happy to help. Um, and let's get started and um, reach out to me anytime and um, let's get some deals done. Thank you so much. And I look forward to talking with you and seeing you soon. Take care. Bye-bye now.